Hello, it's May 18th, and this is Toonami Therapy. I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. And this is a podcast where we talk about Toonami stuff and other anime. Usually more commonly, the other anime tends to build, take up more time, especially because there's only two real things on Toonami we're watching. Um, right. So, let's see. Uh, I was going to say something. Oh, yeah. So, it's kind of funny. So, the, the previous episode, because of some recording issue, it just missed some of the end. So, I, I, you know, put in a little thing at the start saying, okay, this is, you know, what's going on. Sorry about that. And then I'm checking the podcast itself. And it opens up early on. I say, oh, sorry if you hear, like, a lawnmower. There's someone mowing around here. And then because I forgot to look up some stuff, I'm looking them up. And I'm going, oh, sorry about this. And I'm just looking at the last podcast. And I'm thinking, wow, I am the sorriest person on this podcast. <laughs> anyway, so... We're, we'll get to the Toonami stuff, um, we're, we're not really planning to be covering the Unicorn Warriors Eternal, we did watch it, I just don't know if there's too much we have to say about it, maybe we'll talk about it if, you know, we see an episode and there's something we want to talk about, but at least for now it's kind of off the menu. Mm -hmm. Speaking of off the menu, mm -hmm. uh, I, I made that transition completely by accident, I only realized mm -hmm. after I said it. Okay, right, um, so we got Food Wars episode 82, alright, so, um, let's see, right, okay, so what we're having in this one is we've, uh, we have Megami, and she, um, goes up against a enemy whose name I cannot remember and does not matter, and manages to win, and then, uh, she goes up against, um, let, let me, yeah, and then she goes up against, um, Saiba, but, uh, loses, so, um, all right, after all that build-up, she ends up losing. I mean, build-up for her character, um, yeah, kind of disappointing there. Also, we find, um, also we find out, uh, that, um, the mysterious person behind all of this stuff is, uh, is Erina's mother. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's basically the stuff that happened in the episode. Yeah. So last, last season, the villain was Erina's father. So <laughs> I guess we, <laughs> the only option left for a villain would be Erina's mother. I mean, Whenever they get to Food Wars, the sixth plate, it's going to be, you know, Erina's uncle or something, because <laughs> that's the only people they can get as the villain. So, uh, yeah, uh, I actually like this episode. Um, I don't know why. I just kind of like Food Wars a lot. Um, I... I noticed that like Megami was there just to kind of like get crushed just to build up how good this villain is. So whenever Soma beats him, it's going to feel really good. <laughs> um, but then again, C was the one who had the top score at that uh, test thing they did. 
So, um, which which was filler, by the way. The anime added that. <laughs> okay, well now now it makes sense because she shouldn't have won anything. Then you know she 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 was never supposed to win anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that was filler. That 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 mini competition we saw where of uh, to decide who would go to the um this competition. Yeah, that that was filler in the original uh manga. They the people who were going just got invitations and that was it. The anime added some that little thing where we saw a bunch of people compete for it and then we, you know, and and that was I guess their way of trying to give some kind of win to poor Megami. Mhm. Mm Yeah, that that's like it doesn't I guess bother me that much this time around maybe cuz I knew it already but it is just kind of annoying that it seems like the series so constantly has been like just doing the okay, she's not quite there yet. She's but she's making real progress. She's going to be really good someday and then here we have like her still being well, she's still not good enough and uh yeah, that's kind of the last thing um she really does in the series, I think. Oh, and yet again, we still don't see Erna cook. <laughs> like, like I've been saying, like that. A lot of people have a problem with that because it's like we never actually see Erna cook. We just see that she wins, and that happened yet again, where Erna uh, beat someone, but we never got to see exactly what she made. So um, I think the poached eggs or eggs Benedict or whatever it was, I think that remains the only time we've ever seen uh, the food that Erna has cooked. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I just keep bringing it back to the fact that I'm just annoyed that's what they did with Mega me she she because yeah. you you just look at her objectively and you just realize, wow, she has. She's won things, but it's always against enemies that, like, people don't, that aren't really important. Whenever she goes up against anyone, you know, kind of important, she, uh, ends up losing. She, she's like, she's like Renji from Bleach, except Renji at <laughs> least, Renji at least got a cool fight in the final arc, um, that he won. Um, so that, uh, whenever we end up watching that, that'll be something. Megami still doesn't get that. Oh, who was I going to say? She kind of reminds me of 1010, you know? Well, that, I mean, that, that's not fair. She she is not on ten, she's not as low as 1010. 1010's uh, just like a joke. Megami is, like with 1010, you just kind of point and laugh at it because she never really, um, <laughs> she just always, she never like got built, she got maybe a little build up at the start and then after she gets smoked by Tamari, and by the way, in the manga, you don't even see her get beaten. The anime just um, filled up an episode with their fight. Um, the, uh, after that, she just does nothing. A at least, you know, there was never any build up to that. Mm -hmm. I, I feel it's more like, I feel like Renji's a more applicable comparison in that it, it kept like seeming like they were building up stuff and then they just only actually uh, and then she just doesn't get to beat anyone important um mm -hmm. so uh yeah so that that was food wars um uh let's see i don't think there's anything else i really 
uh, had to say about it. How many episodes? Oh, wow. We don't have many episodes left of this. Nope. Um, it's almost at the end. Yeah. Bye-bye Food Wars. <laughs> Soon enough. Um. Well, I mean, I guess if you... The closest thing you can get to more is that the author it is doing a new manga now that started, like, uh, five weeks ago or something, so... Uh, I guess someone can jump into that. Mm-hmm. It's uh, called Tenmaku Cinema. Um, it, it's it's about movie making. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, so that's Food Wars. Then we have One Piece episode six hundred and sixteen. So uh, Caesar is telling. It, like is trying, still trying to persuade Luffy. Hey, don't attack me! You'll make enemies. And Luffy, it, well, Luffy doesn't say it, but it kind of, but I, I'm just thinking, yeah, you remember that arc where Luffy literally, literally declared war on the world government because he was trying to like help save Robin. I, I, I don't think like saying you have powerful enemies is going to make Luffy care. Mm-hmm. Or, or the time where he punched out like one of the, oh, what are they called? Like world nobles, something like that. Super high, uh, like level guys, uh, to try to save someone, which basically caused all sorts of problems for him and his, uh, like allies. And you're, ju- and you're just thinking, come on, man. Like Luffy is like the least, the person who is not going to listen to this ever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, as established, uh, Luffy doesn't listen. So he just basically keeps beating up Caesar, which, um. Which is actually kind of weird, because the first time Luffy fought Caesar, he had to struggle a bit. He he did seem to be getting the upper hand until uh, um, Monet, I think, the bird girl, like, kind of intervened to protect Caesar. But it still was at least, you know, he wasn't just winning easily. But this time it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just beating up Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, meanwhile, we, um, let's see. Right, we ha- still have Vergo fighting um, Law and Smoker, but Smoker manages to get uh, uh, Law's heart back from Vergo, and uh, also Law starts wearing his hat again, which is good because he looked way too much like Luffy with a uh, beard without when he wasn't wearing his hat. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, then. Uh, Law seems to manage to uh, beat um, Vergo, and uh, yeah, that's the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not much to say about it. Yeah, it's. I just wish I. I'm I'm not going to even go on about the pacing. I, I I've said that over mm-hmm. and over and over. It's more repetitive than some of the padding at this point. If I were to mention it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, one p. Uh, sorry, uh, Naruto episode four hundred thirty-nine. Uh, well, Tsunade in the dream is still reading the book that Jiraiya wrote in her dream about mm-hmm. the other characters she knows. Um, in which the characters are fighting the puppet things, and then Naruto shows up and uses the shadow clones, which are actually for once effective. Which um, is how you know it's filler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, then um, 
yeah, and then they just uh, go and um, uh, they fight and um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I am kind. I can't really say too much about this episode's plot other than the things I said because we were just kind of dropped into it when we just started randomly watching a few episodes. Um, but that was the stuff I remember. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, it, it's just, it's funny stuff that this is a book inside a dream. So uh, I I don't know how to exactly explain that. So, so it's like, it was like as if I had a dream about writing a fan fiction. Mm -hmm. And then we would see the fan fiction play out even though it was just a figment of my imagination. Oh, no, it, it's yeah. not. It's not a dream about you writing a fan fiction. This would be like me having a dream about you writing a fan fiction. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Don't know how long. Uh, we might keep up with Naruto. We might not. We'll see. I feel like we've almost kind of exhausted the jokes on how uh, goofy this premise of this arc is, but... Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. That's the Toonami stuff. Um, we get on to, um, yeah, Birdie Wing episode 19. So, um... Well, we don't have the underground transforming golf course mm -hmm. that the mafia uses to uh, settle their disputes in this episode. Honestly, I feel like what we, last episode was probably the last time we saw it, but who knows? Yeah. Um, this episode is basically uh, Aoi is in the, uh, uh, I can't remember the technical name of the tournament, but uh, the something golf tournament, except you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like the Japan's Women's Open or something like that. I forget. I forget what it is myself, but uh, something tournament is is a lot better name than whatever the real name was. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she gets some these super good clubs um, from the uh, the the guy who is her who she. The guy who's her actual father, but she didn't think was his act, her actual father, but found out that he's, uh, or at least suspects that he's her actual father because of what Eve told him. Whatever, I'm not even getting into that. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to try to to explain that soap opera stuff again. The point is, he gets injured, so she, which affects her play, so she starts playing worse until he finds out that, oh no, wait, the guy's okay now, he's here, and then she starts playing better. That's basically what all that happened in the episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> here's the funny thing. Okay. So we do that episode last week and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whenever I go to turn on birdie wing, I realize. Oh, the reason I didn't remember any of that stuff is because I didn't even watch the episode last week. So I went and rewatched last week's episode, or, well, watched it for the first time, and then I watched this one. So 
my scoring for this week is going to be based on two episodes and not just one because it wouldn't be fair to Birdie Wing if I denied it what that chance it would have gotten in the top three last week. So, um, but well, hey, the podcast got cut off before we even got to the top three. You can retroactively change it if you want. No one heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. No, that was it. Oh. That was oh. it. You, 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 you summed it up perfectly. Okay. Um. So. Now we're going to be cover going over because the idea was all right. We'll just watch. Uh, I'll watch a bunch of stuff from the new season and uh, try to say okay. So what do I think are maybe the four best shows? And we'll check them out. And then you, you meaning uh, my co-host, not you listening <clears throat> to the podcast. Just to be uh, clear, we'll like just decide. Well, okay, we'll drop some of these shows and we'll keep these shows. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you got any uh problem, uh, so once. Again, I think I said this last uh, week, but since it wasn't recorded, I'll say it again. <laughs> if you have, uh, if basically these were just decided from the stuff on Crunchyroll this season and the stuff on High Dive from last season, because st- High Dive is slower in announcing their dubs. I don't want to, you know, pick something and then find out it gets a dub later. So that's how, how I did that. Basically, uh, that's how I narrowed it down to these four series. If you have any objection to me not including any series on this these are just new series i'm not counting older ones well then you can blame me if you don't like the fact that i drop that uh some of these got dropped we'll blame my co-host okay because <laughs> he's going to be making that decision all right so we'll yep. be going through these um because again we lost them from the last episode i'll also be doing a quick summary of what happens in their first episodes okay okay sure. very quick um so uh first of the shows um Hell's Paradise, episode one. Uh, Gabimaru was going to be executed, but uh, they couldn't. Uh, they had trouble, and then he got um, told, uh, oh, hey, we can, like, you know, stop the execution thing. You just got to go to this island and get this thing and come back. And he's like, okay. Episode two. Um, they uh, go over to this big thing because the whole thing is that the idea is that the Shogun came up with is okay we want to go to this island to get this elixir of life and since everyone we send there seems to get killed we're just going to get a bunch of really powerful criminals and send them there um to find it for us and we'll also be including each of them is going to have a sort of executioner person who will kill them if they get out of line and they'll only get their um their like sentence commuted if they uh come back with the air with their executioner person alive and with the elixir. Um, this is for a very high number of reasons, an incredibly stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Um, as we see in this episode, it has is even indicated in the next episode, but to be fair, um, the series kind of indicates that the Shogun's kind of an idiot. So I think we're supposed to see it like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, then he just says, okay, well, we're gonna, um, he says, well, there's too many of you. So you just, fight each other until you know we get about half of you um dead it seems to me the shogun could have saved themselves a lot of trouble by just looking at all of them and saying okay kill everyone who doesn't have a memorable design because obviously they're not important (laughs) (laughs) 
but uh, they do that. Uh, Gabimaru doesn't really want to um, get into like the killing stuff, but kind of gets forced into it. And so he kills some of the guys who are, who are well, go after him. And then they, the numbers are down and everyone's um, like, okay, well, I guess we'll all go off to that island now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they, they had that little killing game thing that went on there. I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. Um, so is, the, is, is, like, the thing that makes this series go the fact that Gabimaru can't be killed, like, period? No, he can be killed. He's, um, what, what we saw establishing, it's just that he's, as we saw in like the first episode, they were, tr they kept trying to kill him in all those ways. Okay. Decapitation. Okay. We're going to like, uh, burn you alive. Okay. We're going to like, you know, tie your limbs to, uh, like oxes and they'll walk away and rip you apart, but it keeps not happening. Um, and you know, he's like going, oh, I want to die, but then, um, why won't it kill me? But then it turns out, no, he actually just internally doesn't actually want to, which is why he resists when he's, it turns out, oh, he's just been resisting all this time to this stuff. So yeah, he's good. He's not impossible to kill because it does definitely establish that, um, Sigiri, the, uh, other, who I, who seems to be the second, um, main character could have killed him if he wasn't actually resisting in the first episode. So, mm -hmm. but he is very strong and hard to kill. Okay. Yeah, very confusing. So he can't die unless he wants to. No, no, no. Is he that... can He can die. It's just you need someone really strong to kill him. <laughs> okay. Well, how come then? How come the... So, so uh, a guillotine isn't... <laughs> strong enough, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's not. He's basic. I mean, the show basically says that he and some of the other characters have superpowers. Okay. Um, so, so yeah, he's just super strong and can actually hold off on that kind of stuff. But it, yeah, it does establish he can be killed. He's just hard, really hard to. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, did you have, um, so personally, I actually didn't really like the second episode as much as the first. I thought the, I don't know, I thought some parts of it were just like, oh, well, I, I guess you get a bunch of needless violence here. Um, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. This episode just kind of felt like, you know, we had the setup and it was interesting. And then it's like, okay, you want to head to that island and see the adventures we get? Well, you got to wait an episode. <laughs> yeah. Um... I actually kind of like the episode. Um, I, I like the whole idea of well, we we gotta uh, kill each other to, and then everyone goes nuts, and then Gabby Martyrs is sitting there the whole time. That so that that was a pretty uh, interesting part. Um, yeah, I feel like this show has potential. Um, it may not be my favorite right now, but at least I feel like um, that it has the chance to become pretty good, but we'll, we'll have to see if that is the case. Okay. Um, yeah, so 
the three episode rule is still in effect. So keep that in mind. Okay. After that, we've got um, the Konosuba spinoff. Konosuba, an explosion on this wonderful world. In the first episode, Megumi, um, when she was young, met this person with explosion magic and thought explosion magic was the coolest thing ever and wanted to learn um, it. Then she goes to the um, Academy of the Crimson Demons. That, that's the name of her clan. Um, so in the second episode, um, she uh, ends up with the... Um, with uh, that little, you remember that? Um, the, you, basically, it's a story. Wilson's a prequel story of. Oh yeah, here's how Megumin got her uh, black cat. Um, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically, oh, her younger sister um happened to catch it, and Megumin just you know took it. Um, then they're supposed. Then they just have to go uh to the forest to kind of kill some monsters, uh, except some of them don't want to because the ant- some of the monsters are actually really cute. Then they end up, uh, ha- then this gu- when the instructor is away, this gargoyle shows up, so they have to kind of run away from it. And uh, the good news is that the adults do show up to fight off that and some other big monster um, things, but get overzealous and basically wreck the um, whole uh, uh, city as a result. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, then have to rebuild it. And, um, yeah, that's uh, basically the episode. Oh, yeah, there's also that part where they met that guy who accidentally um, fell into his own um, trap. And they're just thinking, and they don't like him, so they just leave him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so this one I didn't like as much as the episode before. Um, uh it just wasn't that interesting to me, you know. Um, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't really have much to say about it. Okay. I did think the joke where we kept, where we saw all the students and all of them, like, you know, when they were, like, all screaming at the gargoyle, and all of them are, except for one of them, the one who has the little eye patch, who just keep, who's just looking at it impassively, and we repeat that like thing several times in the episode. I thought that was a kind of funny joke. Um, yeah, yeah, I just didn't find it all that funny. Um, I, I expect like more humor out of Konosuba than what we're getting. So um, I think it's it's trying a little too hard to uh be serious enough that we care about Megan means uh you know her whole backstory and feel like it's trying to be too uh serious not super serious but uh just not funny enough I guess I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> uh-huh. All right, then we've got, um, let's see, yeah, My Love Story with Yamada-kun at level 999. Uh, I think the manga is called Loving Yamada at level 999, so just, I guess I'll just mention um, that. Okay, so, in our first episode, we had our main character, Kane, who gets dumped by her boyfriend who che- because who cheated on her, basically, with this person he met in this um, uh, online game that he got her to play. Um, so she basically, um, manages, 
sorry. Um, and she basically, in order to try to make her former boyfriend uh, jealous, happens to sort of bribe this Yamada guy who she runs um into into pretending to be her boyfriend for a brief on a time, which um makes this one of two series that we're looking at that have the female character um basically bribe a guy to pretend to be their love mm-hmm. interest. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, he ends up kind of uh, having to deal with her for a while, and she gets super drunk, and, uh, and so he has to just take her back to his um, place where she wakes up, and after some uh, assurances, uh, after some initial things where she thinks something like act, way more explicit happens, like, no, I, I just had to take you here. Just take your clothes and get out of here now. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, so there's some of that um, stuff. She ends up... Uh, and then there's some stuff with like them in the game and uh, her tr- having to uh, clean out her house because of bu- her apartment because a bunch of stuff from home got uh, brought in there and uh, you know trying he uh, they run into each other again and there's some stuff and now that I'm thinking about it, not really that much actually happened in the second episode plot wise like yeah. stuff stuff happened it's just i don't know how it just doesn't seem like there's a big thing that happened mm-hmm. yeah this was probably my least favorite of the week i i uh i don't know it, it, it just feels like i've seen this before even though i haven't but <laughs> um <laughs> I I feel like it's a little too similar to a couple of things we've seen. Um, one of them being, and you thought there's never a girl online. It feels a little similar to that. Um, oh, have you noticed how... Uh, similar, the main character of this show looks to Chihaya from Chihaya Furu. Um, she looks really similar, and it turns out they like have the two shows have the same director. So, um, yeah. Let's see. Let me. It's been a while since I've seen um, Chihaya Furu. Let me uh, look and. See that? Okay. They do have the same... They might have the same director, but they do are both based on pre-existing um, uh, manga. So, uh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, I, I, I see it. They, they look pretty... Um, they do look pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they actually... Maybe this is just a more common sort of character design for um, a... Because they're both Jose series, right? Let me double check on that. Um, yes, Chihaifuru is Jose, and um, wasn't this one? Um, oh no, no, sorry. Loving Yamada Kun um is Shoujo, not Jose. Sorry. Mm. Um, I was wrong on um that. Uh, so okay. Yeah, huh, Shoujo. I, I thought it was Jose, but I guess it's Shoujo. In case anyone, in case someone has no idea what these terms are, you probably recognize Shoujo. Jose is basically, like, Shoujo is one is ones aimed at the, the younger female demographic. Jose is series aimed at the older female demographic. Like, Jose is to Shoujo what Seinen is to Shonen. 
coming of age. Well, not really like it's not these aren't genres they're just demographics to target demographics that's like like death note is shonen uh, where um but it could like easily pass for a seinen i mean just just to show this is just demographics just to show that jojo was shonen for like two decades then it just went to a different uh a different magazine that was saying and so now it's suddenly a seinen series afterwards Mm -hmm. um yeah so Looking at this, I think I kind of have the same opinion of this of the previous episode, which is that when it's focusing on comedy, it's really good. There's a there's a lot of funny jokes in this. I thought uh, it's just whenever it isn't focusing primarily on the jokes, it's it's less interesting. Mm-hmm. Like like things like um her kind of just forcing him to log into the um game to help to um her but then it's late so he falls asleep and she gets eaten by the monster like that that was pretty Mm. funny for example Mm -hmm. um yeah um yeah so we've got uh one more episode at least of that i guess so then we bring into the last of these shows why rayliana ended up at the duke's mansion last episode um our main character who's I can't remember her real world name. It probably doesn't matter. So I'm just going to call her Rayliana. Um, she uh, gets killed by pushed off a building by someone and uh, dies and then uh, gets isekai. So um, mm. did uh, the fall. It's the fall. You know, I think it was the fall that killed her. Well, technically it's not the fall. It's the sudden stop at the end. But um, I was just thinking, did like she get hit by a truck afterwards? Because I was just thinking that would. I mean, you gotta have the truck, right? Um. Anyway, uh, that that tired old joke aside. Uh, yeah. So then she finds herself brought into this alternate world that's just like this book she read, and since she's realizes she's the character who who gets killed by her fiance to set up the plot, she decides, well, I'm going to stop that. So. So to get the engagement called off, she basically finds this other character in the series, the um, uh, what, what uh, Noah? That was his name, I think. From from the um thing, yeah, Noah, uh, who's like the Duke, yeah, Duke, because that's why you know Duke's mansion. Basically, she tells mm-hmm. him, um, she wants his help to break off the engagement by pretending to be in a relationship with her. Uh, then in this episode, she kind of tells him why and is saying hey i know all this stuff from the book right uh, well she doesn't say it's from the book but uh, and uh you know i will be quiet about this stuff that these um secrets of yours if you just pretend to be my uh, fiance for i don't know did she say six months i think she said six months it was some number of months and he's like eventually persuaded and um yeah, then she just to keep up the appearance has to go over to Livina's uh, mansion and spend some time there and meets the uh uh what what was his name the guy the, uh, the like the guy who was sort of his I don't not butler more like a knight or something that was a bodyguard for him I can't remember but basically that's uh, what we've gotten she she's started up this whole thing so that she won't be engaged to the guy who's going to, you know, poison her. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was a good, again, um, I'm 
liking this show so far. Um, I, I feel like it's been the best of the new shows we've watched so far. Um, I'm having a harder time remembering what happened in this episode as opposed to the first episode. But um, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. And uh, right now, this looks like one we're going to keep. So uh, we'll see, though. Okay. Um, all right. And that's them. That's all of our series. So uh, next week, we'll, uh, we'll watch one more episode of those. And then we'll be making some decisions about which ones we might be keeping, which ones we might not be keeping. And um, depending on how many we drop, we might have room to bring in some other shows that we've been kind of putting off watching that we had some interest in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's all of our shows. I, I don't think there was anything else I really wanted to talk about unless there was something you wanted to talk about. No, I don't really have anything. Okay. All right. Do we jump into top three stuff or? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go for it. Okay, so let's see. Um, for me, uh, I'm just um, once again I go into this podcast without act without um properly putting something together like I should. Or uh, let's see, is get to four. Okay, I'll, I'll just put them in um this order. I will go for. Uh, this so one's a little annoying because I'm looking at it. And I'm thinking, okay, there's no show that's like, like all the show, these shows I'm thinking of are, were decent. It's just, okay, which one was like actually the really good one? I don't know. Do you want to go first so I can? Um, yeah. Think? Yeah. I'll go first. Uh, third place this week will be Ray Liana. Second place this week will be Food Wars. And first place in order to have a make good from last episode, we're going to put Birdie Wing there. Okay, so for me, I think I would go with, um, yeah, let's go third place Yamada-kun, second place Birdie Wing, and um, actually, should I be doing it in this order? Should I, um... I'd apologize again, but like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, I kept doing that. I don't want to do it again. <laughs> Fine. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah. This this one's um, here. I don't know why I was going like that. Okay. That would be third place, Birdie Wink. Second place, Yamada-kun. Konosuba gets first. I, I don't know why. That was what I was planning to do, but for some reason I was thinking, wait, what was I going to do? Anyway, you got them. There's my shows. Done. Okay. All right. Um, I guess that's it for those. Hopefully, we will. This recording thing will have worked properly this time. And if not, well, you won't be hearing me say this anyway. So, uh. I guess that will be that. Um, since I don't have anything else to say, um, I mean, I guess I could repeat some of the stuff I said last time, but um. By now, uh, by now, I think some of the things I was talking about are kind of older news, so not so important. Um, 
I guess we'll be concluding and we'll see you next week. Bye. Oh, I, uh, we, we kind of forgot something. We, we watched something special for the episode 300, that uh, Re-Zero OVA, The Frozen Bond. So we should probably talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we watched it. It's called Re-Zero, The Frozen Bond. It's a, uh, I don't know if it's technically a movie or an OVA or both, but it's mm-hmm. basically sort of a prequel that just kind of talks some show some things about Amelia and Puck. And I thought it was going to be about how they met, but no, they know each other at the beginning of uh, this. And um, yeah, so basically it's, I don't know. Should I uh, bother summarizing the plot or what? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. To try to go through uh, it um, quickly. So we have, it's weird to talk about the plot of this because there's all these hints about backstory that's not given in here. And we don't get until season two. This movie came out before season uh, two. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, uh, Amelia is living alone in the sort of forest because, uh, with puck. And she's trying to avoid people because, well, people think that she's are all scared of her because they think she looks like Satella. And, uh, also, because of the fact that when she saves some people from a giant monster in something that looked like kind of like a boss fight, she accidentally like caused some harm to one of the guys. So they're all scared of her anyway. So a lot of it is just about, you know, her being with puck, but eventually we need to have some sort of actual plot going on. So we have this guy who shows up and is going to attack her, but then he uh, gets, but and some other bad guys are like we're going to attack you because we're bad guys and we do bad guy things right <laughs> yeah. yeah so they uh do that um then ultimately um i'm trying to remember did did what what stop no 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 it's because the it's because the monster shows she fights back some but then the monster shows up and takes care of a bunch of uh them that that was what i was trying to remember exactly what happened Mm -hmm. um there okay so we get that and then puck shows up and puck basically actually even shows up to the guy later on and tells him hey don't do uh don't go after amelia again but then there's this other giant monster guy who i can't remember his name like dang it started with an m i'm looking at it Melakara, Melakara, something mm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, uh, and he's basically remember distinct. The biggest thing I remember about him was his weird way of speaking. Honestly, right? Yeah. So he wants to get rid of Amelia because I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I mean he says things, but I I it's like because he sees Amelia as a threat to the world somehow. Um. I, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be set up for something later on or if we already did get whatever was supposed to set up. I don't know. But anyway, uh, ultimately, Puck and Amelia managed to work together to fight him off and, and beat him. And uh, then he's gone. And uh, then there's base. And then at some point later on, all of the stuff in the actual series happened. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, now that I think about it, it ends, but it doesn't really connect to the main series. It's it's essentially just, okay, we have this stuff with Amelia and Puck. And, oh, by the way, my synopsis, I was talking about, about Amelia. For a lot of this movie, Puck is really the focus. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah. But when you look at it, it's just really they spend some time together. They fight out a monster and become a bit closer and Puck officially becomes her familiar. And uh, then they're still in the forest. And I, I guess, mm-hmm. at, you know, at some later point, they leave and end up at uh, Roswell's mansion and meet Subaru and all that stuff. We we do have a little thing at the end where we see it in the present time. But uh, yeah, so um, that was my awkward summary of the movie. Yeah, I, that's. It would have been nice if this would have like led right into season one, but unfortunately, uh, no. So, and we have this big uh, storyline in this at the end of this movie about uh, Puck calling Amelia Leah, but. There was never really a reason for that. It was just kind of like, hey, can I call you this? And it's like, yeah, if we get out of this, you can call me that. And then they do. And then it's like, okay, you're going to call me Leo now. And it was just like, okay, that that was, that didn't, I, I, while that explains why he calls her that, it didn't explain why in the first place he thought up those uh that nickname for her mm-hmm. there's also in the movie I, I refer to like things about season two and that's because this season on this sorry this movie seems mostly a tease for amelia's backstory that was revealed in uh the second season because you see her and she's in this woods and there's all these frozen elves and there's this also a bit where you see a brief flash you see like a it's weird to call it flashes in a flashback because it is just some flashes of stuff. Like you, you see Beetlejuice there um, uh-huh. briefly. And so, and if you've seen the second season, you know how that all works together. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it seems mostly kind of teasing for that, which um, I, I mean, I guess it's okay. It might've, it makes me wonder, um, if I, since we watched this after the second season, it makes me wonder if I had watched this when it came out, how would it be affecting me watching the second season when we're getting Amelia's flashback? Would I be thinking, oh, wow, now we finally know all the backstory for like the forest and all that stuff? Or, I don't know, just an interesting thought. I kind of, I guess, the question mm-hmm. of what happens if you watch um, Fate Stay Night or Fate Zero first. Mm hmm. Yeah, um, so, yeah, the problem, um, but yeah, in terms of the general movie, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm glad we saw it, but at the same time, I don't think it really offers that much. It, it's just, it, I mean, I guess if you were complete, if you really, really wanted to know why Puck called Amelia Leah, you can watch this movie and uh, actually still not really get a great answer, but you get an answer. Other than that, um, yeah, there's not 
there's not too much. The biggest thing, uh, ironically for the movie is the teases for stuffing the second season, but the second season is out. You can just watch it and get the full backstory. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess if I'm going to score this for my anime list, which I should, I've been using my anime list again recently. So let's see. Um, Let's type it in here. Frozen Bond. Okay. Why are there two of them? Um, maybe... Uh, let me look at there. One of them's, um... The Manor movie? That's, oh, weird one. Is the other one just... Is it possible that they, um... Oh, when it says, um, like, Reezy, I clicked on it. It says the one, the other one, the one that says Hyoketsu no Kizuna, a Frozen Bond. Then it says Manor Movie. When I click on it, it says a Manor, M-A-N-N-E-R, just for the record, movie right. shown before re, before the movie. And I'm like, I have no idea what a Manor Movie is, but that's apparently what this, um, is. Well, what in the world is a Manor Movie even? Um, I got no idea. What, what, um, but that that apparently is some, yeah. It's a three minute thing. It, uh, my anime list tells me it's three minutes long. So whatever mm. it is, it's just some short. I wonder if, where you can even uh, uh find it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not it's not that um one. It's um oh, search for manner movie. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, I searched it up uh, in regards to anime. It looks like, because I'm seeing one about a different anime, it looks like it's just a little thing they put in at the start, before the movie, in a theater, where, like, the characters are just basically telling you, hey, be nice in the movie theater, don't annoy people, (laughs) you know. It's just that sort of thing. Okay, that kind of thing. All right, so... It has a seven... The Manor movie... I'm, I'm sorry, I just... I was just going to say, the Manor movie has a 7.49 on my anime list. Sorry, go on. I, I, I interrupted uh-huh. you. No, that's okay. Um, I'm giving this thing a 6 out of 10. Fine. I'm voting it as fine. It, it wasn't... It was better than average, but it wasn't great. So, 6 out of 10. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what I'd give it. The problem I always have with my anime list is I keep wanting to put it at a half point. I, I like, mm-hmm. I always look at something. I'm like, oh, well, it's, this is better than a nine, but it's worse than a 10. Can I give a 9.5? Mm-hmm. I, I keep wanting to do that. I, I, I feel like if I, if I had the choice, I would probably, most of mine would probably be 0.5, like a 9.5, 8.5, I kind of feel like this one would probably be a 6.5 if I had to round it. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe I just flip a coin. Who knows? Mm-hmm. In fact, let's um, let's do that. Okay, random.org, do your stuff. Is this going to be a six or a seven? Let's um, generate it. All right, it's a six. That is my score as well. <laughs> yeah, um, don't really feel there's too much else to say about it. Apparently, uh, there is another... OVA, one called Memory Snow, that has some references to this. I think what 
the the family you see at the start where the father gets hurt and they run off apparently you see in that one you see the girl show up again and she's like oh no my family turned out fine thank you you're um Melia so uh I guess there's that but that one is not on Crunchyroll or well it's on Crunchyroll but it's only available in Spanish or Portuguese mm-hmm um, only available dubbed in Spanish or Portuguese, for the record. You can't even watch the Japanese subtitled in uh, another language, which is kind of weird. So maybe we'll watch that sometime if it gets um, broad available, or maybe if I actually get decent at Spanish audio comprehension like I'm trying to do, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know if there's that much else to say about it. Do you have anything else to add? No, I I feel like it was a a uh it, it was good that I watched it, but it's not something I'm going to remember for all that long. It, it was just kind of like, okay, that was nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, so. I feel that especially after watching the second season, it feels like to have less of a point because it really is kind of foreshadowing some stuff in there. And that was the biggest takeaway. But of course, we've already seen it. We, we've seen it in, um, well, we saw, not only did we see it, we saw a lot of it because uh, like everything else in the second season, it kind of went on a little too long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we do have a third, um, as long as we're talking about it, we do have a third season of ReZero announced, so that'll be something to watch when that happens. I don't think we have any release date yet. Mm-hmm. It'll, yeah. pro- it'll probably be some, well, it'll almost, I'd say it'll probably be sometime next year, but I remember they announced the final season of Bleach, and then there were like two and a half years before they like did anything else with it, but it will pr- we'll probably be getting it next year, so we can watch it then, I guess. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Bleach, are we ever going to get that uh, on Toonami? I have no idea. It's on Hulu, which leaves it a little more promising that it might... Well, okay, so basically... Viz has the license to it. Viz doesn't really um, do much with anime anymore unless it's something they licensed previously. And since they had that for the Bleach anime, they're doing, they're handling this. And they are, and it's being shown on Hulu because they, they got the license to the anime and then they licensed, they sub-licensed it to Hulu to show, basically. Mm -hmm. So the question is, okay, since Hulu got it from Viz, that means Viz could theoretically give it to Toonami, but we have no idea what they get, what kind of thing they gave it to Hulu. Did they say? Did Hulu say, "Okay, we have complete control over this. You can't show this on TV"? Or did Hulu not get the TV rights, meaning Viz could? Or did Hulu like give a condition? Okay, we'll take this, and you can give it to other places, but you have to wait some amount of time. I have no idea, and Bleach might be expensive too, so we might see it on mm-hmm. Konami, we might not. I would at least, I would hold up out greater hope for it ending up on Toonami than, uh, some, than pretty much anything that Crunchyroll has licensed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, unless it was something, you know, like My Hero Academia or Dr. Stone, where they got it before the merger, in which case it seems things might be a little different there. 
So I don't know. It might, it might not. Uh, who knows? But like I said, it's, um, it's got a better chance than uh, anything that Crunchyroll themselves have licensed, essentially. Mm-hmm. Note again, I say what they license because some stuff on Crunchyroll is actually licensed by someplace else, and it's just they just give it to Crunchyroll because to show because you know they they don't want they don't want you don't necessarily want to make their own uh, platform. Like Anaplex sh- will has several series licensed. Uh, they had Licorice Recoil, I think, and uh, but mm. they showed on Crunchyroll because it's a lot easier to just give it to someone else than to create your own video streaming service. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I suppose that's it then. Uh, now that we've gotten the thing that we forgot. And <laughs> so that's episode 300. Uh, hopefully it wasn't too disappointing <laughs> and we will uh, see you For real, this is the end of this episode. We'll see you next time. Bye.